It is the Money Line season four, episode 11. Trevor, it is our final week of college football's regular season. We, of course, will have the conference championship game breakdowns of all 10, all 12, however many conferences there are. We'll do all the breakdowns of them next week. Uh, you just pointed out to me before we began recording, I have blown a massive Taco Bet lead. Uh, you sent a very not-so-nice text to me uh, after Patrick Mahomes threw an interception on Sunday, which I might have to add should not have been an interception. And what did I tell you was going to happen? It was going to bounce off someone's hands, and it's easy. It was easy. To your credit, yes, you were you were right. Uh, Travis Kelsey couldn't catch it. The ball ends up in the hands of uh, Curse, and the Cowboys get an interception against Mahomes. You win a taco bet. You go up 9-7. You were up 8-7 entering the week. Brutal, brutal blow. For we you. had more taco bets than that. What were the others? We had that one on um, Friday night, that the game that went into OT. Oh, okay. So then it's 10-7. <laughs> Who was that? That was Nevada and Air Force. Yeah, go Falcons, baby. <laughs> to be fair, I had no business being in that game. Like, Air Force was up 21-3. to That's true. That was a hell of a game to watch. Um, were there any others? It was just those two. I think it was just those two. It was just those two. The week before, you had me. You had Duke. I had Kentucky. That was dumb on my part. Um, anyways, we continue on. Uh, to update the standings, I went eight and six this past week. You went eight and eight uh, because you decided to give a couple extra picks in the other plays category, which went against you because they were two losers. They all lost. Yeah, they pretty much all lost. Uh, I'm 73, 75, and one. You are 71, 78, and four. Games guarantee lost. Leafs lock lost. Both of our parlays lost. Uh, down week for the guys, but hey, my Georgia over 10.5 wins bet cashed. Uh, my Arizona under 2.5 wins bet cashed. We don't even have to sweat that during the Territorial Cup this weekend. So that's a really good sign for us. Oh, my Arizona State bet won't hit. Yes, your Arizona State bet was a loser after ASU lost to Oregon State 24 to 10. Of course. Of course we did. So um, the big news as we get into college football's 13th week and 13th week of big games um, is that Ohio State is now the number two team in the country. Tuesday night, they moved up over Alabama. They moved up over Oregon, who lost to Utah in devastating fashion. Um, and I'm just going to move on from that unless you'd like to needle me a little bit more about what I said about, about Oregon. <laughs> Didn't we have a taco bet on that one too? Did we? I think we did. Yeah, you're up 11 <laughs> 7. <laughs> yeah, I was. Okay, so here's the thing though. I will admit this to the viewers. I did hand out Utah on the show, but I do listen to Gabe. So I actually did have real life money on Oregon. And, you know, that it sucks. But. And see, this is the thing. I had you text me about this. I had other people who had texted me throughout the week asking, what do you think about Oregon? Like, why are they underdogs? And I said, I truly can't understand it. They are the better team. They're six and they're, they've won five straight games outright as an underdog. They were six and one in their last seven games. That was between a three point spread either direction. I was like, there's a lot of good numbers that support taking Oregon in this spot. And, and you thought and that 
And Utah was just gonna walk in there like, oh, we don't need to win this one. <laughs> okay, that that that's where I probably went too far. But to this to the same extent, the public was so heavily on Utah, and I was like, that that doesn't make any sense. So I was fading the public, and I was using good numbers, and sometimes. Sometimes good process, bad result. This was good process, bad result. Well, I don't know, dude. Oregon, fake good, fake good. I wouldn't disagree with that take. Um, anyways, Ohio State moves to the number two team in the country. Some people, some people, I don't know if this is us. Some people are saying they might be the best team in the country. They're an what? eight and a half point favorite. Some people Stop are saying that. Stop that. Some no people are saying that. I've heard rumblings. Uh, they're eight and a half point favorites as they travel to the team up north, number five, Michigan. We probably shouldn't refer to them as that if we want to still be friends with Jack Johnson. The over under is 64 and a half. I mean, we're both wearing blue. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> we are both wearing blue. Um, I'm going to go out here on a limb and say this. Ohio State has averaged nearly 50 points per game the last three times they've played Michigan. I know Michigan's defense is better. I also know that Michigan's defense uh, struggled to contain Michigan State's offense. They're going to struggle to contain Ohio State's offense. I'm taking Ohio State minus eight and a half in this game. Listen, as should I, because I I need another big game out of CJ. But I feel like the last three years, I've bet Michigan to cover every time. I don't know if they have once, but I just – it's a wagon I can't get off. I really want Michigan to win one of these games. They've only covered once in the last three years, one of the three games. But they yeah. also – remember, they didn't play this game last year because Michigan had COVID go through their entire program that week. They canceled the game. Never happened. Probably saved them a real, real ass-kicking considering that Michigan was, what, two and five last year, two and six. They were really bad, Um, and Ohio State was great. Listen, Ohio State minus eight is the play. It's the play that's going to win. If you want to win money, I'd put my bet there, but I'm going to take Michigan plus eight and a half. You are such a reverse jinxer. You love to give out picks and then tell people to bet the other side. It's – it's obvious that Ohio State minus eight and a half. They just – if dude, they were a minus, what, 19 against, against Michigan State? Michigan State. Michigan State beat Michigan? Yeah. There's, something, Michigan, there's something real fluky about this line. I mean, Michigan dominated Michigan State for three quarters, and then they just completely blew it. That's true, but this is – we're still talking about 10 points here. Agreed. So, like I said, that's why I would bet Ohio State minus eight and a half if I were the people, but I'm not the people. I'm me. I'm taking Michigan plus eight and a half. I do think, though, it is worth pointing out. I already have 78 losses on the show this year. I'm not afraid to take one more. (laughs) I think it's worth pointing out, though, that, like, Ohio State has had big numbers laid in front of them before. Against Penn State, not covered. Against Nebraska, they did not cover. Against Oregon, they didn't cover. They didn't even win. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm being – my opinion is being diluted about Ohio State as a, as a team in general, not about their offense because their offense is incredible. They're going to have 3,000-yard receivers. None of those guys were on the Bolitnikoff Award list, which is the 
final three guys of best receiver in college football. That is a joke considering that Jamison Williams at Alabama is on that list. And guess what? Jamison Williams is on that list at Alabama because he transferred to Alabama because he was behind all three of these guys at Ohio state. Like that's, that doesn't make any sense. Um, So I think this is kind of a revenge game, but I'm going to, this isn't a hedge. It is me pointing out that if I lose this bet, I will have gone into it knowing that Ohio state has disappointed against Nebraska, against Oregon, against Penn state. There's been other situations in which they have not necessarily performed up to the level, even opening night of the year against Minnesota. They pushed, I believe it was 14 point spread. They won by 14 and I had them. I had them at 13 and a half and I had them at first half minus seven and a half and they didn't cover that. So they kind of screwed me over there. So I've been, I've done well when I've bet against Ohio state this year, like the Oregon game. Um, I was on the right side there when I've backed Ohio state this year, it hasn't always gone according to plan. Last week was electric betting on Ohio state. Like didn't even need to pay attention to half the game. Yeah. The whole second half you were breathing easy. Exactly. I love that. And your, your Heisman bet is looking great. Your mid season. I I know is what I, so I guess Michigan plus eight is kind of a hedge on that because either Michigan covers or CJ Stroud goes out and throws 18 touchdowns and I'm winning money either way. Yeah. And like the double whammy where you could middle this as, Hey, shout out you, you had chargers money line and you had Steelers plus six and you middled it with a four point Steelers loss. So very good job there. But here's how you middle this. I had two of those last week. I don't know if the other one hit. I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was. But the middle for this game is great C.J. Stroud performance coupled with a great Michigan performance and a late Stroud touchdown pass to seal like a seven-point win. A little Heisman moment? Yeah. Like, like you have the Heisman statement last week, and then you have the moment in this game. And then you just wrap the whole thing up with him whooping Graham Mertz's ass next week in Indianapolis. I mean, would you agree that we're down to just Bryce Young and CJ Stroud for this thing? Barring Kenny Pickett going nuclear like this week and then in the ACC championship game. Yeah. And I don't think, I think that the stupid thing about the Heisman is like, this is, this would have been a great year for us to give it to someone who's not in the college football playoff race, but we're going to wind up giving it to Stroud, who's going to be on the best offense in college football. And to a certain extent, Ohio State quarterback has been proven to be like somewhat of a plug and play situation. That's why I would have liked to have rewarded someone like Pickett more. But I don't know. Like maybe, Ken- maybe Kenneth could have had it, but he didn't show up this week. Kenneth could have had it. Uh, Bryce Young will have a chance to make a statement next weekend against Georgia. The problem is they're going to lose. Well, yeah, they're probably going to lose, which will probably eliminate him from the conversation. And even before that, people might vote for CJ Stroud and put in their votes before the conference championship weekend happens because a lot of people do that. It's lazy voting. But if there's ever a year where people should wait it out, like this is the one. So uh, you're on Michigan eight and a half plus eight and a half. I am on Ohio State minus eight and a half. any feel toward the total, 64 and a half? No. Um, you probably want an over. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go over if I had to choose, but 
I'm already sweating Michigan plus eight and a half, and the game hasn't even started. Imagine telling someone last week, you're going to get six touchdown passes from C.J. Stroud. Ohio State's going to score 49 points, uh, and the over's not going to cash. That's crazy. And it didn't because Michigan State couldn't do anything offensively. Um, They were that bad. Our second game, I couldn't decide whether to – I guess I settled on a game that has playoff implications – Number three, Alabama, minus 19.5 at Auburn. I mean, this is the Iron Bowl, baby. But I thought about going to a game that matters for us because a game that matters for our Pac-12 North winning bet, the Oregon Ducks against Oregon State, Oregon's minus seven. So we could talk about both games. I just didn't provide any notes in regard to the Ducks game. Um, That's fine. Putting it out there, that's that's our second game. And our third game is very clear. Like, we're going to talk about Bedlam, so we'll get there in a, in a – in a moment your thoughts on how okay your thoughts on watchability of the iron bowl pre bonix bonix playing or no no season ending ankle injury he's done (laughs) yeah give me bama minus 19 and a half this one won't be close (laughs) this one won't be close (laughs) i think it still will be close I don't even know who plays the quarterback position for auburn anymore tj finley is, is that our guy T.J. Finley you used to be a quarterback at LSU. Guy. You cannot win. Name a team that's ever won with a dude that has two initials for his first name. Name a successful quarterback ever. Two initials. J.D. Barrett, what did he do? J.T.? Yeah, J.T. Barrett. Yeah, what did he do in the league, though? Nothing. You can't win with a guy like that. You can't name one. Yeah, you're probably right. Just wide receivers. DK's a beast. DK's a beast. Got TJ Hushmanzada. You got you get so many people with uh, AJ Brown. There's just not a lot of rece- there's not a lot of quarterbacks. But never heard of a quarterback that was any decent with two initials. <laughs> um, both these teams six and five against the spread. Alabama, though, they gave up 35 against Arkansas last week. Like, you're willing to – and they're not good on the road. They've been bad on the road. Florida, Florida, Texas A&M, uh, other than Mississippi State game, like, they've not looked good on the road. I'm taking Auburn. You're taking Auburn plus 20 – plus 19 and a half? Absolutely. And I'm taking the over, 56. Alabama's defense is not good. They gave up 35 to Arkansas, and Arkansas – couldn't do anything aside from throw back shoulder fade balls on third down. Trust me, I want nothing more than Auburn to win this game. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. Some are saying last week was a look-ahead week for Alabama. Some are saying this week is a look-ahead week for Alabama. They no, played Georgia. This is an Iron Bowl, baby. They this played is Georgia. Iron Bowl. This they is know, an Iron Bowl. Trevor, they know they're playing Georgia next week. Yeah, this is Auburn, though. It means more. I think the SEC championship game means more. but It does mean more in the end, but this means more. They put this stuff on Wikipedia pages. Trevor, Alabama is 2-6 and six against the spread in their last eight trips to Jordan-Hare Stadium. I'm going to take Auburn in this spot. Sounds like they're due. <laughs> Sounds like they're due. Uh, and Mac Jones, the last time that 
uh, he was there, and I know that they're at Bryce Young now. They took advantage of a guy who was making one of his first road starts, and Bryce Young hasn't necessarily looked the greatest on the road this year. Um, I like Auburn in this spot. All right, let's talk about Bedlam. I love, I love those Auburn Tigers. I can you ride? Can you ride? Ride the over with me. Fine. Watch Auburn come out and score a whopping zero points. I'll talk about you that Auburn scores a point. What? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the Bedlam. Number ten, Oklahoma, fresh off a win against. Iowa State, they are four-point dogs as they go to Stillwater to take on number seven, Oklahoma State. I don't I don't know why Oklahoma State is ranked behind Notre Dame. Notre Dame is not better than Oklahoma State. Their defense, their defense is insane. The over-under is 49 and a half. Dude, they're six and seven. Like, you know, is it basically the same thing? And if if Oklahoma State wins this game and wins the Big 12 championship game and they're 12 and one they're going to leapfrog Notre Dame. Like, what? what is – Well, what, all right. Like we, can Oklahoma take State, we can take Michigan out. Yeah, Michigan's going to lose to Ohio State. Alabama loses to Georgia. Oklahoma State wins – got three Michigan. teams playing for the four seed. Who? Alabama, Oklahoma State, and Notre Dame. Yeah, I guess so. Depends on how close the Georgia-Alabama game is, though. No, because if, if Alabama loses, they're going to be two-loss team. They're done. Dude, but if they go put up, like, a one-point loss against Georgia, who has schooled everyone, that's clearly, like, you're going to get a better competition, like, a more competitive game in the playoffs than you would with, like, Notre Dame or Oklahoma State. Yeah, and, like, I understand that the committee is always talking about the best four teams. They also have to be deserving in a certain way. And, like, if you lose twice, you're not that deserving. If Alabama loses twice, if Cincinnati wins out, then what we're going to end up is this. Georgia, number one. Ohio State, number two. Cincinnati is three. And then we get the the battle for Ohio, two versus three. And then Oklahoma State, if they're, if they're a two, if they're a one-loss Big 12 champ, is going to be the four seed. Maybe Oklahoma could be if Oklahoma wins the next wins this week and then wins next week. I would love for Oklahoma State to blow out Oklahoma this week. So Who does Notre Dame, Dame play? Notre Dame plays Stanford. Oh, that's freaking cake. And then next week, open date because they're an independent open date for BYU. They should play each other. You think Notre Dame wants that smoke? They should. They should want to go out and prove. If they want an impressive win, they should go play at BYU. Play a night game. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, put them in if they win that one. Play neutral site. Play between the two. Go to Kansas City. See, there should be like a little asterisk. Like if it's this close to the four seed, have a playing game for the four seed. Let (laughs) five and four play each other. This is literally the argument that Peyton has made in past years is he wants the committee to be flexible. He wants them to be able to just be like, go play a game, like go play a game and you'll winners in. I mean, yeah, you basically have like a month off until you play the start to playoff. Well, I don't know if that's true, but you got some weeks. Just about. You have you just about weeks. a month off. Yeah. Um, although the playoff games this year are December 31st, they're New Year's Eve. So Kind of makes things a little more challenging. Um, here's the numbers. 
Oklahoma five and six against the spread this year. Oklahoma State cover gods nine and two against the spread this year. Oklahoma State's defense is allowing 13.7 points per game. They are top 10 in the nation in points allowed, passing yards allowed, rushing yards allowed, number of plays allowed, and yards per play allowed. So is that enough for you to bet against Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and the Sooners? Absolutely. The only way I'm taking Oklahoma is if Spencer Rattler's playing and he's not. So give me Oklahoma State. They've they basically cashed like the easiest bet of my career over what seven and a half wins I think it was like got cake, um, yeah you like OSU too I mean yeah, you know it's, I do you know it's OKST like that's Ohio State no they're all OSU's no Trevor their logo literally says OSU that's just that's just not right though you know it's. Uh, yeah, no, I like Oklahoma State minus four. I don't like that it's, like, not a football number, but you know what? I'm not scared. So, look at the way – look at how Oklahoma scored their points last week. I didn't watch the game. I'm so uninvested in that team. Okay. They had a 74-yard touchdown run from Caleb Williams. Fluke play. Relatively fluke play. Yeah, they like had, you're not going to get that every week. They had a touchdown right before the half in which Brock Purdy scrambled – had a cornerback come up and lay the boom on him, and the ball bounces 20 yards backwards. Yeah, it's no longer Brocktober. <laughs> directly into the hands of an offense of a defensive lineman who picks it up, Jalen Redman, and takes it 30 yards for the touchdown. I did see the big boy touchdown. That was pretty Fluke play. Fluke play. All things considered, like they could have lost to Iowa State, who was not, very not that good this year. No, not very good this year. Does Matt I was Campbell. trying to tell everyone that Iowa State was a fluke last year. And Indiana, too. I said during the preseason, I was like, I really wish I would have went hard on the unders, the season win total unders for Iowa State and Indiana. Because anytime that, anytime that people try to tell you that a school is going to have the best year ever in their school's history, you should generally, like out of principle, bet against that happening. Because it's very hard for schools to just – live up to expectations when expectations is the best season in school history. So we're both on Oklahoma state minus four, despite it not being a football number. Are you willing to no. bet the under in this game? No, I'm not. I want to be willing to my out of principle. I don't think I can. I've seen too many points scored in these games. I had the under last night in the Gonzaga UCLA game that hit. It did hit, but like that was like an that was that was just like that was enough betting the under for me. I'm done, was, betting, I'm done betting unders for a while. I think betting college basketball unders, this is an aside. The only way to do it is if you know you're not gonna watch the game. If you're I watched gonna, the whole thing. I know, and if you're going to watch the game, it's a miserable experience. Because Gonzaga hits every shot they take. <laughs> Ridiculous. You were bailed out by, honestly, a bad night for UCLA. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if you saw my uh, – I don't know if you saw it. I uh, cooked up a little parlay because I'm, I'm back on vacation. Um, cooked up a little parlay for Griffin, a little 100 to win 400. Basically doing charity work out here for kids. I mean, it feels great. 
I told him, no, here's the thing, Gabe. I told him I was only going to give him this parlay if he put $100 on it. I don't think you would have. It's a big bet, and it was a sweat. Every game was a sweat. We had Arkansas to beat Cincinnati last night. Just to win? Huh? Yeah, just just to win. win. That was sweaty. We had that under. Um, God, there's another game. We had the Billikens to beat Illinois State. That game was close for some reason. <laughs> and then we had the Flames to beat the Blackhawks, and they scored. It was 2-2 with five minutes left. The Flames scored. <laughs> I think you just need to be sharing your picks more. I, I'm not seeing any tweets. Did, I'm not... I will say, Griffin, put the bet in the group chat. That was my bet. I'm saying for the general consensus public. It's a lot to ask. Not really. Um, I will say, dude, that dude that you sent me, the college basketball guy, Greg, love that. He's elite. He is elite. He's he's, uh, like, his odds, incredible. Shout out Greg Peterson. Can't be doing Um, that for free, though, Greg. (laughs) Well, he's got his podcast. Um, yeah, and he should monetize more. But I love it. I love it. Glad to be on the wagon while it's free. Yeah, checking his pin tweet every morning. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about the NFL Week Twelve. Wait, are we going to talk about Oregon at all or no? Do you think they win this weekend? They have to win to win the Pac-12 North. Is it at home? Yes. Yeah, but give me Oregon State plus seven. Is that an official play? It is. It's like a hedge. All right, I'm adding that to your other plays. All right. Wait, I just got a great idea. Okay. Parlay. Well, you you picked you picked Michigan. Because yeah. I was gonna do the trifecta, the bet on all three OSUs. Oh. Ohio I mean, State. You're gonna there's gonna be a loser in there somewhere. Ohio State minus eight and a half, Oklahoma State minus four, Oregon State plus seven. Where does that lose? Probably Oregon State. Trevor, I, I'm giving that out. I'm giving out three parlays this week, and I'm giving out the OSU trifecta. The OSU trifecta. Honestly, might have to ride it. I'll look at it a little more. Three, three, three spreads is going to be plus five seventy odds. So we're going with that. Um, wow. The OSU trifecta. All right, we're talking about uh, NFL Week Twelve, Thanksgiving. Read a very interesting article. Uh, these games suck. These games do suck. But here is something that you should keep in your mind. Um, via Brandon Anderson of the Action Network. On Thanksgiving, trust the favorites to cover. Uh, since 2005, Thanksgiving favorites are 32 and 14 against the spread. 70% of the time that they cover, they cover by more than 4.7 points. In fact, excluding the Cowboys, because the Cowboys are five and seven against the spread while they've been a favorite on Thanksgiving Day, excluding the Cowboys, all other favorites on Thanksgiving are 27 and seven, and they cover 79% of the time by more than a touchdown. By more than a touchdown. So, also, don't just be like, oh, well, Surely that means that like the public is betting underdogs on Thanksgiving. No, because when the public, when at least 57% of the spread bets are on a favorite, 
which means just the public is hammering the favorite. That team covers 77% of the time, 24 and seven. So since 2005, and this is a long standing period. I am, I'm someone who's not very big on like games in 2005 impacting games that are now, but I think that there's a certain thing to be said about like short week, short rest, bet on the team that's supposed to be just supposed to be better. Usually it goes according to plan. So are you willing to ride? Our first game, though, no team is supposed to be better. They're both trash. And that's why I think you take the Bears. It's No way. <laughs> no way. Listen, I'm probably going to wait to find out if Jared Goff is starting or not to make my pick. If he is starting, I'm taking the Lions plus three. If he's not starting, I don't know. If he's not starting, you're taking the Bears. Maybe. Maybe. Trevor, you want to hear something else about the, the Lions? Sure. Let the me Lions hear about four. the Lions. The Lions Tell me are, that they haven't won a game this year. I already know. Since 2005, the Lions are 4-0 and against the spread as Thanksgiving favorites. They are 2-10 and against the spread as an underdog on Thanksgiving. And in those 12 games the two and 10 against the spread as an underdog, their opponent has won every single game and covered by an average of 9.8 points. All right. I'm, I'm dropping a heavy play right here. This is, Oh my God. I just scratched myself. That hurt. I'm giving this out. This is going to be a heavy play. I'm going bears, Cowboys, bills. I'm taking all favorites plus plus I'm going to hammer the shit out of it. All right, I'm tweeting this quote out. Heavy play on Bears, Cowboys, and Bills on Thanksgiving. Andy Dalton better come out and sling that rock like he knows how. Because if there's anyone cheering for a Lions win, it is me. I mean... Are you that anti-Bears? No, I'm a big Dan Campbell guy. I really want to see the dude just win a game. Okay, I'm, I'm actually anti both these teams, technically. I hate them both. But, I mean, like, this is just so gross. Like, it's actually a federal crime that the NFL put this game out as a Thanksgiving. Like, everyone is watching football on Thanksgiving, and you want to put this trash-ass product on the field? That's why you do, because you know people are going to watch no matter what the product is. So give us something good. Like, seriously, I this, I, saw, I saw a tweet, like, a few months ago, and I think it was Jake Marsh. He said college basketball – or Thanksgiving – wait, no, no. College basketball is the sport of Thanksgiving, some along those lines, and I agree. I agree, too. I have more interest in watching college basketball games tomorrow than I do of football. I mean, yeah, North Texas is going to beat up on Kansas tomorrow. Mean Green fighting machine, baby. You want to talk about it on that? Hell no. The line isn't even open yet, so. The line is not open. Um, I mean, Raiders-Cowboys should be a good game. Bill Saints should be a good game. Um, Trey, you want to watch Trevor Simeon play football? Absolutely. Stop. And that's the game where, like, everyone is asleep, too. Everyone's ate too much. They're on the couch to sleep. 
Yeah, I can't remember the last time that I genuinely watched all four quarters of the third Thanksgiving football game. Yeah, it is tough. It's very tough to do. Um, I think I'll I want to uh, Cowboys Raiders over 50 and a half. All right, I'm adding these to your card. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want the money lines. I do not want Bears minus three, Cowboys minus eight, and Bills minus six. Oh, okay. I okay. have no faith in that. <laughs> um, I'm going to take all three, actually, with the spread. I do like Bills minus six. You like Bills minus six? Why? How come? Yeah, just because, you know, they come out, play a stinker of a game last week. Um, they're playing indoors this week, you know. They got to get a win. Bad run defense against a team that has Kamara and Ingram? Is Kamara going to play? Not sure. He's not sure is right. I know that boy Josh Allen's playing, and he's going to sling that rock. That's why I'm taking Bills minus six. So right. Diggs, anytime touchdown score, lock that in too. I also like that. Um, interestingly enough, only one game on the NFL schedule this week, Vegas, Vegas and Cowboys, which is actually down out now down to minus seven and a half. Uh, so I get that at seven and a half. Um, that is the only game in which the spread is more than a touchdown. Everything else is, one, two, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, three, six and a half, three, one, three, three and a half, one. So there's a bunch of good games. It's um, a time that you got the Titans and Patriots in here over 49ers. The 49ers suck. The 49ers suck. And I didn't put this on because I think it's so obviously that the Vikings are going to win that we play Vikings money line plus money for the second week in a row. Dude, that's what you think? Have you seen the Everson Griffin news this morning? I have. That's very unfortunate news. Very unfortunate. Um, kind of a distraction to the team, some would say. Not what you want going into San Francisco where the Vikings do not play good. They do never play good in San Fran. Incredible week for Justin Jefferson last week, though. Oh, incredible week for our whole team. I mean, come on. Although some people are saying some people are saying the victory doesn't mean as much because Aaron Rodgers was dealing with COVID toe. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is a baby, dude. I don't care about like listen the whole game. I was praying for that dude to snap his knee. <laughs> every time, every time, every time we play them, that is the only guy. I, I listen. I love and respect Aaron Rodgers off the field, but when he's on that field going up against the purple and gold. Praying he gets injured. All right. I'm not going to endorse that statement, but you don't have to. I am open about that. I'm very open about that. Okay. So, my point about bringing up all of the games being that close is that instead of breaking down each in particular, because we don't have the time to do every single one, I wrote down four of these, but I'm willing to let you just go free reign and give out Rapid the fire. go go down the list and give me whatever you like Bengals minus four and a half i love that um buccaneers minus three love that give me oh god that's so gross Titans and patriots 
Give me the Titans plus six and a half. I'd have no faith in that at all. I'm taking that as well. And Rams, Rams money line against the Packers. Okay. So those are the ones you're leaning toward. I'm going to go opposite you and I'm going to take the Steelers plus four and a half. Um, I think that they are going to compete. Uh, I don't think that the Bengals are like dominating people. I know that they won by a decent margin against the Raiders last week. But if you watch that game um, and if you've watched the Raiders recently, you just know that like the Raiders are in disarray, three straight losses. Part of the reason that I want to take the Cowboys this week is because I don't think that the Raiders are doing too hot. Um, I'm going to save some of my picks for lines we love, but in terms of other games, I also like the Titans plus six and a half. So I will add that to my, to my slate. Um, I will be going Vikings plus three for sure. Uh, I know that you're not a huge fan of that, but it is what it is. Why would I not be a huge fan of that? You just told me why you were apprehensive about picking the Vikings. Oh, Gabe, what you did, what you missed in there though, is that we're still going to throw it all on Vikings money line. So do I put that on your, is that a pick for you? Yeah, I believe it's under lines I love. Oh, I didn't get there yet. Well, yeah, yes, I'm just is. telling you right now, like you're kind of soft for taking the points. Like I know we're dealing with Everson Griffin right now, but bounce back. We'll be fine. Nobody loves Justin Jefferson more than me. I've sent you multiple texts this year. My fantasy team appreciates the 39 points he put up last week. Um, hey, this is a little warm up for Kyle Shanahan getting ready to come over to our side of the sidelines. I am also going to take. Bucks Colts over 52. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I think that both offenses have been great. Uh, the, the Colts, honestly, it's been remarkable how impressive Carson Wentz has been in terms of not turning the ball over. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns <laughs> yes, uh, last week against the Bills. I think he was the first person ever. Thank to God have. I did not play him in fantasy in any league. I played against him. I played against uh, Jonathan Taylor in a league with my family in which my brother, my little brother, uh, had Jonathan Taylor. And I believe I may have also gone up against Austin Eckler, who had four touchdowns. So ridiculous. Um, Anything else that I like trying to think? Um, I'm just not – I'm staying away from Rams Packers. I'm staying away from that. Give me Darnell Mooney anytime touchdown score. You have odds on that? No. Darnell Mooney anytime TD? Yep. It's probably going to be like one plus 120 plus to plus 150, anywhere between there. Okay. Um, I'll find some college football plays that I that I also like, but I'll tweet those, one, those out. Let's get to lines we love. I will begin. Oh, I love your first line. I love your first line. I almost put it in, but out of principle of not wanting to bet on the same team two weeks in a row because UCLA treated me nicely against USC and put up 62 on the Trojans. Didn't I say that that was going to happen? I did. You did. You did. I said they were going to score 40, and they went out and scored 62. I mean, DTR with that hurdle, sexy. That was me. And did you see he scores and he goes and autographs the kid's hat? Yeah. That 
so much. So rockstar, rockstar vibes, incredible stuff. Um, so I'll let you start with UCLA. No, I'll let you start with Arkansas, Missouri. Okay. Arkansas, Missouri, we're going over 62 and a half. I'm so thankful for you. This, this game is on Friday. So make sure you get your bets in on Friday afternoon. Uh, I believe it's on on CBS. Both teams. We're not talking egg bowl tonight. We're going to have to cover that before we look, before we go. Do you know what the egg bowl is? Or are you a fake college football fan? I know what the egg bowl is. Look at the bottom of my lines. We love. Oh, there it is. Hey, okay. Taco Bell City on that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going Arkansas, Missouri over 62 and a half. Both teams top 60 in plays per minute. Should be great tempo. I've been on this. Missouri's run defense sucks. Arkansas's rush offense is the best part of their offense. KJ Jefferson, I don't know how you would watch the game against Alabama and not be encouraged by what he how he played. Um, and it's at home. I think Arkansas is going to score 45 points in this game, and I think we just need 18 out of Missouri. They can do that. Against Arkansas's defense, they can do that. So we'll take the over 62 and a half. All right, yeah, I'm taking the Bruins, UCLA, minus six and a half. I think they're at Cal. Nope, home, home against Cal. Yeah, dude, Cal is one of the worst programs in the Pac-12. Some would say the country. Do they deserve to be in the Power Five anymore? I don't know. Give me UCLA minus six and a half. I mean, a touchdown, I love that number. Six and a half, I love that number. I saw it at seven earlier today. So if you get it at six and a half, that's a great spot. Yeah. FanDuel had me at six and a half. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going back to another over that is sitting at 62 and a half, and I'm taking North Carolina, NC State. I know that UNC's overs on the road are one and two this year, but they are a top 10 offense in yards per game. Should be able to move the ball against NC State. NC State coming off 41 points against Syracuse. Let's not forget NC State returned all their starters last year on defense. I just want to throw that out there. Did you some favors? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. All right. Uh, hey, I'm Are cheering you telling me to take the under? I'm cheering for you. No, I, I told you no <laughs> unders for me. No <laughs> unders for me. I'm not about that life. Um, Florida minus three. I think they are. This is playing. a dumb bet. This is a dumb bet. Probably, but it's going to hit. This is a dumb bet. You want to put a taco on it? Like, you haven't won a taco in, I don't know, like four weeks. <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting a taco on Florida State doing well, but I'm anti this. Florida minus three, go Gators, chomp, chomp. I think we're playing at Florida State. Um, nope, it's in Gainesville. It's in Gainesville. Dude, Dan Mullen is out of town. Like, interim head coach, whoever he is, going to be fired up to call some plays. Give me Gators. I can't this is endorse Florida, that. Florida State, baby. I can't endorse that. Um, Mike Norvell could go for a win over Miami, a win over uh, Florida, and a bowl game after losing to Jacksonville State. It sounds like best case scenario, which simply just never happens in life. That's such a negative outlook to have Um, in terms of negative outlooks. I'm betting on Wyoming minus 10 in large part because I'm going to be anti-Hawaii here. Uh, Just looked at the forecast. Why are you anti-Hawaii rainbow? Why are you rainbow warriors are beasts? I'm just objectively looking at it from the fact that it's going to be super cold in Wyoming. 
in the low 40s, upper 30s, potential to be literally freezing at 32 degrees on Saturday. Uh, I don't need to know anything else. I also just got Hawaii to cover for me last Saturday night. I know, and, and now you're like betting against your own team. No, I was betting for them when they were a home dog, which is where they're good at being. Them being a road dog is not a great spot. Ten points is a lot. For a Wyoming team, that's not that good. You bet on them last week. I did. I don't know if they covered or not. They did. Shout out to them. Utah State's a trash program, though. Okay, your next pick. This is a stupid pick as well. (laughs) This pick is a stupid pick. This pick is one that was made with the heart a thousand percent. Gophers plus seven at was no home against Wisconsin. There is no chance this pick wins. Gophers are terrible. Wisconsin's looked really good the last few weeks, but you're giving us a touchdown at home. Like the city's going to be riled up. I mean, that place is going to be going crazy. It'll be semi cold, but not too cold. The sun's going to be shining. Oh, God, it's going to be beautiful. All right, let's talk about the Egg Bowl. Ask Ohio State how it was playing us at home. Not fun. Not fun. Ask Bowling Green how it was playing at home. That is such, like, an irrelevant game, though, because, like, it had trap written all over it. It did. (laughs) It had trap written all over it. Like, the season was already a wash at that point. Who do we play the week after? I think it was maybe Iowa. But it was a Big Ten team. Of course, Bowling Green goes out there. And you know what? That was like Bowling Green playing their best football, us playing our worst football. This is Wisconsin, Minnesota. I'll tell you this, too. I'll tell you this, too. The Timberwolves have beat the Bucks this year. Vikings beat the Packers. Gophers beat Wisconsin. We have not lost to Wisconsin all year. All right, we'll see. Just saying. I, I I think Graham Mertz is coming to town with a lot to prove. Graham Mertz's ass. It's too late. It's too late for him. They're going to Indianapolis next week if they win this game. Yeah, and they won't. All right, we'll see. So if they uh, lose, who goes to Indianapolis then? If they lose and, and Iowa wins, I believe Iowa goes. But Iowa also has to beat Nebraska. Which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, because they're a one-point one favorite. All right, Egg Bowl. You said you wanted to talk about the Egg Bowl. I'm picking the Egg Bowl. I'm taking Ole Miss money line plus 105 as they are a one-point dog. I love Mississippi State here. It is going to rain. And guess who's the one of the best rushing offenses in the country? Ole Miss. Guess who's one of the, one of the pass-heaviest offenses in the country? Mississippi State. Not a good recipe for success. You're just assuming these kids can't throw in the rain. It's way harder to do. It's way harder, but, like, these boys are D1 athletes. Taco Bell? Yes, I'd love one. Okay. It is in the books. I'm going to – yeah, your next pick, too, like, uh, all over the other team. (laughs) Your next pick, geez. How are you going to do that? this next pick because it's a smart play 
It is a smart play. I'm going to admit it's a, it's a smart play. Yeah. Like, listen, last football game of uh, the collegiate career for all of us, Arizona, Arizona State, Sun Devil Stadium. Somehow ASU is catching 20 and a half. It's Are you really not going to – you're not going to be here next fall? Huh? No, I will be. Probably will be. So I'm saying not your- like – for like the collective group for, from oh, the, yes. that we okay. came this with. Is the last game, this is the last game I'll ever cover at Sunday Double Stadium. So, yeah. Exactly. And if I were you, I'd say fuck work and just enjoy one last game in the student section. No. Yeah, see, all business. Um, Arizona plus 20. Listen, it's too easy. It is too easy. This team just lost to Oregon State last week. We are going to win this game, but it's not going to be by 20. By 21. 21, uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but Jed Fish this week. I did. He's a little salty. And that's what I love even more about this bet. So here's the thing. ASU was throwing passes on fourth and four up 63 to seven last year. And they find end up winning the game 70 to seven. Um, Jed Fish was the quarterback's coach of the New England Patriots last year. Why are you mad about that? You had nothing to do with this situation. It's just bulletin board material, Gabe. Like, he's just trying to get the troops rallied up. He doesn't want to see another 70-7 to seven loss. I, and frankly, I don't either. <laughs> what's the, what's your score prediction? The over-under is 52.5. Dude, give me 38 to 20. Arizona's not scoring 20 points. No chance. Give me 38 to 17. That means that Arizona State <laughs> covers, and then your bet is, is a loser. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I can't score a predict. I'm, I'm taking... gonna say I'm gonna say 31 to 10. ASU wins. Fuck off. Um, all right. I'm going to say Browns plus three and a half. I know that Baltimore is not the greatest against the spread team. They're four and six. They've I also, want a taco on this one. You want a taco on this one? Love this. All right. Browns plus three and a half. Nick Chubb back last week. Kareem Hunt back this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Did you watch the Browns play football last week? I don't care what they did last week. They won. Against the 0-9 and 1 Lions? Did you watch what the Steelers did against the Lions? Baker can before? barely move his body right now. Did you see what the Steelers looked like against the Lions a week before? I did. And then they came out and had an impressive game on the road, covered against a good team. Were they also playing in the in the dome with a really fast turf? That had nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with it. We're playing in the cold, boys. That body's not going to be feeling good for Baker Mayfield. Not about that. All he's got to do is put some nice crisp handoffs in the in the belly of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Stack the box. I mean, they should stack the box. Uh, I don't think it'll matter. Browns plus three and a half. Terrible pick. Uh, Vikings money line. Going on the road. To, I already talked about this, but on the road to San Francisco. Boys are hot right now. Um, Jay Jets. I mean, we're finally throwing the ball to our wide receivers. White Jerry Rice, Jay Jets, KJ Osborne's a beast. Dalvin Cook's a beast. I mean, we're winning this game. I completely agree. Love this pick. 
I'm going to endorse Vikings money line as well. Although my play would actually be Vikings plus three because I'm soft. Gabe's guarantee is five and five this year. It's basically Gabe's toss-up. Penn State minus one is the play. <laughs> Gabe's toss-up. Uh, James Franklin just got a massive contract extension. They are seven and four against the spread this year. Michigan State is reeling. They're like, man, we just got rolled by Ohio State. Penn State kind of makes me like Michigan State here. No. Absolutely not. I like Michigan State personally. I love Penn State in this spot. Kenneth this is about to go off. Play for the coach game. James Franklin just got the 10-year extension. They know Exactly. They're not playing. For, that's not a play for the coach game. A play for the coach game is what the Bears, if they liked Matt Nagy, would be doing this week. Which is why I love the Lions because I think they want him out. <laughs> <laughs> you make a solid case. You make a solid case. All right, Lee Slock, uh, we took a loss last week, but we kind of asked for it, taking the Jets' money line. Yeah, that was dumb. I mean, yeah, but, like, if that would have hit, like, big brain. Giants plus four at home against the Eagles. These games are always electric. I think four points is a little too much. The Eagles are playing some insane football right now. Giants coming off a tough loss to the Bucks. I'd like the Giants to keep it close, though. Nice little division rivalry. I mean, it's New York. It's Philly. All I can think about when I see this game is Deshaun Jackson returning that punt. So electric. But give me the Giants. I don't think they'll win, but give me the Giants plus four. Supporting Miller in that regard. Um, off a short week, off the Bucks. Um, other plays, I once again have said Steelers plus four and a half, Titans plus six and a half, Vikings plus three, Bucks Colts over 52. Trevor, you said Oregon State plus seven. Bengals minus four and a half, Bucks minus three, Titans plus six and a half, Rams money line, Darnell Mooney, anytime touchdown. Parlays of the week. I went 0-2 in college football and in the NFL last week. You went 0-1. You're 0-9 on the year, down nine units. I am 4-11 plus 4.23 units. Uh, here's my college football one. Nine teams plus 459 odds, heavy favorites. Arkansas money line, Utah. These are all money lines. Arkansas against money still hit some big ones. Hit some big ones. Arkansas against Mizzou, Utah against Colorado, Cincinnati against East Carolina, Wisconsin against Minnesota, UTSA against North Texas, A&M against LSU, Ohio State against Michigan, Notre Dame against Stanford, Pitt against Syracuse. That's plus 459. All adds up to plus 459. I always, I already said, and this one's easier to hit, the OSU trifecta, Ohio State minus 8.5, Oklahoma State minus 4, Oregon State plus 7, plus 570 odds. And then in the NFL, Cowboys money line against the Raiders, Eagles money line against the Giants, Vikings money line. So don't tell me I'm not, in, I'm not going with the Vikes putting it in the parlay and chargers money line against the Broncos. And that's plus seven Oh five. If any of those three hit, if any of those three hit, we make money this weekend. Uh, my parlay of the week. Is, I'm not giving one. I refuse to go. Oh, and 10. So when I have a parlay that I know will win, I will give it out. You're soft. So soft. All right. It let's is what it is. Let's support the troops. I don't know if you saw this report this week. 
but some cadets from army went down to Navy to steal the goat. And they to stole the wrong what? one. They stole the wrong one. What'd they steal? They stole the 14th goat, which has been retired for 14 years instead of the 17th goat. So dumbasses. Very unfortunate situation. Something to monitor as we get to Army Navy next week. Um, our three options for games this week. UNLV plus 18 at Air Force, the over-under of 50. Army plus three and a half at Liberty, the over-under of 53 and a half. Navy minus 12 and a half at Temple, the over-under is 43 and a half. My pick is going to be UNLV plus 18 against Air Force. They have been competitive. They were close against San Diego State last weekend. I think they'll be close again. I'm taking Temple plus 12 and a half. Um at home against Navy, no idea why, but that just seems like too much. It's such an odd line for how bad Navy's been this year. Yeah. So I think we're really gearing up for a massive play on Army next week against Navy. You think so? I think so. All right. Um, Daily Degenerate, what an incredible situation here. We get to week 13 the 12th game of the year, and it's 1-10 UMass against 1-10 New Mexico State. UMass is a six-point dog. They just hired Don Brown, who is the defensive coordinator at Arizona, to become their next head coach. The over-under is 59. I'm thinking they're getting into defensive mindset. They know a defensive guy's coming. Let's take the under of 59. <laughs> I'm taking UMass money line. I just hate New Mexico State that much. UMass, their only win was UConn, I believe. Yeah. Not a strong resume, but hey, <laughs> give me UMass money line. I would argue the strongest resume you could present is uh, is two wins, and the two wins being UConn and New Mexico State. Yeah, God, yeah. Show that to the committee. Who did New Mexico State beat? Like, who's the sorry pro- – like, probably, like, the Citadel. Uh, do you want me to look it up? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. They were leading against Kentucky for a quarter last Saturday. Uh, New Mexico State's lone win this year is against South Carolina State. <laughs> oh, my God. That is brutal. That's this terrible. Game, this game will be played on Bally Sports Arizona Plus. If you'd like to no watch. No chance. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no Closest. one's watching that. Yeah, no one, no one is watching that. And if you bet on this, you actually have a problem. So uh, <laughs> if you have a gambling problem, Trevor, hit him with the PSA. Yeah, like and, I'm not even betting on that game. Oh, um, also, okay, before we get to the PSA, what's the one gambling thing you're most thankful for as we get to Thanksgiving? Parlays. I'm so. You happy. just said you weren't taking one. I'm not taking. I'm not giving out a parlay on this show. But everyone knows outside of this show, I'm a parlay god. Ask Griffin. Like I just made him the most amount of money he's ever seen in one night. Um, UTSA last week cashed my ten teamer. I had a ten teamer. Don't know if you knew. Um, you don't tell me these things. You're a jerk. <laughs> Listen. They're spur of the moment type things. Uh, how about you? What are you most like, probably like teasers because you love to buy points? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm thankful for futures bets. 
long-term long-term hope is is something that's big in my life (laughs) okay what about this favorite thing to eat on thanksgiving pumpkin pie pumpkin pie absolutely see you're either a pumpkin pie guy or you're not a pumpkin pie yeah and i am a huge pumpkin pie person i know that's probably uh that's a good one i actually enjoy pumpkin pie too i'm gonna go dude probably mashed potatoes really love me some mashed potatoes and gravy get the turkey in there you stuffing guy or no no yeah hate it absolutely not but if you do have a gambling problem Please call 1-800-522-4700. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. They might hand you some winners. Have a great Thanksgiving. Tell all your families that we say hi. And, uh, yeah, be safe. All right. Black see Friday you next guy week. or no? What? Black Friday guy or no? No, I hate the crowds. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> all right. See everybody next week. <laughs>